Hello. What is up? Hey. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? So we are here doing our curvy girl segment, which we called "I'm Every Woman," the curvy girl edition. And we are here with Jackie, guys. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Hey. <laughs> so welcome. Thanks. Welcome to our. First of all, we kind of ghetto. We recorded in the car. <laughs> She's okay. on Zoom. It's actually really. Listen. It's it's a really nice day. So you know, got the sunroof open, but there's no noise right now. So we're gonna try and take advantage of all this shit. Y'all know Shay's hood be. Shay's hood be popping like all day. Popping so crazy. <laughs> but you know, guys, I'm moving to a quieter part of my city. So hopefully we get some quiet because I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> um, also, Zoom is being really disrespectful. So if they cut Shay off at some point, she has to rejoin. Um, please complain and tell Zoom that they fucking with black girl tea. Like they believe. You'll hear me come back on crying because I'll be mad. Yo, not last <laughs> week. Literally, I was, we had a meeting. It was me, Shay, and Amanda from last week's episode. And in the middle of the fucking, like, we're all talking, and it goes, please verify your account. And it cuts everybody <laughs> off. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, where are you? Where are you? And then when it's time for us to get back together to, like, start all over again, I couldn't even connect. It was so horrible. It took maybe, like, 45 minutes just, it just took us however long from like 5.15 to now to get started. It's right. annoying. Zoom needs to come. I paid $15 a month for y'all to disconnect me when you want to. Like, y'all could do that for free. They do do that for free. Right, but like, <laughs> I don't have to pay that fee. Um, so our icebreaker today is, in a perfect world, blank. So for me, in a perfect world, it would be 65 degrees every day. Mm. That's nice. Yeah, nice little breeze, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's hot right now. And I couldn't wait for the summer to pop off, but <laughs> now it's- I'm realizing I want a 65-degree day every day. Yeah, you know, the sun, so the sun can still be out, but you're not, like... And it's, like, a good hot day, but not, like, scorching. Mm-hmm. I'm already tanned. And I've only Me been too. outside four times since the summer started. <laughs> <laughs> I am dark, y'all. Y'all gonna see all right, go ahead, Jackie. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. Hmm. I guess my perfect world would be somewhere me, like, close to family, in, like, a nice, probably beach area. Beach area. You and Shay mm-hmm. just needs to chill. She likes the beach. She loves it. She wants to live there. I love Love, the beach. love, love, love. <laughs> my family loves the beach, and so, you know, I gotta cater to them, because oh, I love yeah. them around, so... I feel that. I feel that. All right, Shay, your turn. All right. I think we did, like, what we did in a perfect world before I said something about the beach. I'm going to relax. Yeah, you can um, say something about the beach. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say, in a perfect world, I have, I'm just outside. The weather's really nice. I'm outside for the whole day, like, lounging um, by... Either by water, I don't have to be at the beach, but I need to be in here so the water. Um, having a nice drink. That's it. And a perfect world. And that happens every single day, and I have nothing to worry about. Like, no bills, no anything. Mm, yeah. 
Or let yourself financially stable. You don't have to worry about your bills. That's nice. Oh, yeah. I just really just don't... I just don't want to be bothered at this point. Like, <laughs> I can enjoy my 60-degree day underground. <laughs> like, I'm about to go live with the mold people. Because <laughs> I can't do this. I can't. But... Is he teaching her how to drive? Let me just focus at the topic at hand. Because I'm a little flustered of what's going on right now. I'm pretty sure this man is, like, teaching another woman, like, a grown woman, like, someone's grandma how to drive. Which, I'm not opposed to it. Like, you're never too old to learn something new. But I'm opposed to it in this area because a lot of children are, like, they play over here. They're having, they're about to start having softball practice and everything on the other side. Like, kids are going to be riding their bikes soon. Everyone, yeah. the hood knows after four o'clock, this is for the kids. What are y'all doing? <sighs> Anyways, so <laughs> welcome, Jackie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks. So, Thanks for having me. No problem. So, we're Black Girl Tea. Yes. I'm Nye, the founder. That is Shay, my amazing co host. Um, the purpose of Black Girl Tea is to shine light on issues that people of color are having. Um, mainly, we talk about women's issues and what happens in the day to day life of a woman mm-hmm. simply because. Me and Jay are women, although sometimes I think I'm a man. But <laughs> um, so just to be able to have a platform where we're able to speak our truth before the white media gets to it. Mm-hmm. As we know, once a black person's story gets into a white person's hand, we magically become a criminal, we magically become someone violent. And that's not always the case. Um and sometimes we are violent, but because we have a reason to. So I want us to be able to give people that opportunity. And something that Shay and I realize is that in our community, curvy women get hated on. Mm-hmm. And they don't get, they don't sometimes have a voice. And it's simply because they are curvy women. So we've decided to start a segment pretty much talking about that. So our first episode with this segment was pretty much just talking about things that, it was just an introduction, like a broad um, conversation sweeping on everything that we're going to talk about within each um, episode. Mm-hmm. And we pretty much just talked about. Um, what it was like to date, what it was like having friends, what it was like being bullied, what it was like just being the everyday woman, what it's like being in the office, um, what it's like just being yourself and the personal issues that you had, whether it was just you didn't like how you looked, whether you were insecure about your look, whether you didn't like how your clothes fit, whether you had a hard time shopping, um, just what it was like to be a curvy woman with it. What the hell are y'all doing? <sighs> People, they're... they're I don't want them near my car. I parked all the way in the middle of nowhere, and they're still coming over here. Um, but that, So that's what we wanted to do with this uh, this particular segment. Mm. We interviewed Amanda last week, and she's a model. Mm. So she talked about how, as a plus-size model, things that she had that she was dealing with that was just too much for her, things that she wanted to shine light on within our community, because we know like it's not just us here there even though i'm an everyday woman and you're an everyday woman her being a model she had things she was dealing with things that we still deal with as everyday women Mm -hmm. and that we didn't even realize that other people were dealing with so that was the purpose of this so today we're going to talk to you about making friends and being a curvy girl and how there's different obstacles with it Mm -hmm. um not necessarily that other people put on us but that we have just like stored away mentally um i'll start pretty much just by saying like I've been a curvy girl all my life. 
I am someone whose weight fluctuates. Like, I'm sometimes... And I don't get, like, super skinny when I lose weight. I go from, like, being a size... A solid size 14 to being a size 10, 12. And then I'll skyrocket right back up or I'll drop. Um, but I've been... It's something I've had to deal with. I've dressed a certain way because, you know, because I'm a curvy girl, my parents were like, you know... That skirt looked a little too grown on you because I did have curves that other girls didn't have. Mm. Um, that's my story. Shay, do you want to share? I'll share. Yeah. So I've been a curvy girl since the day I popped out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from that day on, I've been a curvy girl, curvy baby, curvy toddler, curvy little kid, curvy woman. Um, and I'm someone who has kind of stayed like, pretty solid in the past uh, few years. I've seen, like, a little bit of change within my body, but I think that's mostly because of, like, you know, these adult curves coming out. (laughs) But I've also dealt with, like, having to um, cover parts that people are deeming not to be suitable for curvy women to show um, and everything from going from, like, wearing cover-ups to everything to embracing crop tops. So I felt every feeling possible in between all of that. So now it's your turn to okay. let the world know what goes on in the life of... What's your... Th- a girl, Jackie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so first things first, who are you, Jackie? Tell the people. Um, I'm Jackie. Jackie, 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 Jackie. Jackie, 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 Jackie. I stole that from Jackie Idol. <laughs> um, I'm 23. I don't know if you wanted to know yeah. that. But Tell us what you feel like we should know about you. This is your time to shine. <laughs> this is your time to shine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, I guess since you guys talked about, like, growing up, you know, like, I wouldn't say, like, the majority of my life I've been curvy. Okay. Um, like... Really, like, around, like, third grade is when, like, I really, like, it really set in, and then it just never, never disappeared. But... I mean, that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> it never disappeared. It never disappeared. <laughs> um, but, um, like, the people that raised me were older, so, like, my, my, my real dad wasn't in my life, but my nana, my poppy, and my mom, my poppy is, like, my dad, um, a father figure. Um, they were older, they're just a lot older, so they already, like, were dressing comfortable, so they, they used to just dress me in, like, sweats and stuff, which is what I still wear today, and so, like, I don't know, like, I'm just gonna be comfortable, I'd rather just be comfortable. Rather be comfortable, cool, cool. No, so do you find yourself, like, wearing more fitted clothes or more oversized clothes? Um, I definitely don't wear fitted clothes. I wear oversized just because, like... I don't know. I don't want it to be tight. Nah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I have those I moments breathe. where I want to. I don't want to be. Or like, too tight. I might wear something like if I'm wearing like a nice dress, something to suck me in or something. Right. But all in all, I'd rather just be comfortable. Cool, cool, cool. Shay, what's your go-to when you're getting dressed? My go-to is normally some kind of like dark pants and like I said now I've been embracing crop tops a lot more Mm. um and since it's been getting hot I've just been throwing on a dress a nice flowy dress and I think it's mostly because I I want to hide my tummy a little bit but also just because dresses are flowy and 
they don't cause a lot of hassle. You just throw them on and that's it. I like dresses too, though, because then, like, you don't have to do too much. Like, trying to find an outfit, it'll... Dresses are nice and easy, too. I have, like, four dresses in my wardrobe. Really? Uh, no, I have so many dresses. <laughs> I try to refrain from dresses. Dresses are a complete outfit. That's why I like them. Yeah, yeah. just one stop. I, get, I stay away from dresses because I, I have, like, boobs that are, like, out there, and then my hips and butt are just, like, hello. So, like, <laughs> sometimes, like, if I'm out, I just really don't want a guy looking at me. So, I'll just throw on my oversized hoodie and my, you know, or I wear Nike Tech, which, like, it's, like, a men's sweatsuit. Mm. Um, I'll throw on some Nike Tech in a quickness. <laughs> or, like, I have on today, like, I have on biking shorts with a boxy crop top, like. Yeah. So, it's not even really a crop like top. Graphic it's just... tees, I like graphic tees. See, okay. When I go, like, back to work work, I hate graphic tees because, like, you can't. They're just not cute in the workplace. Yeah. Well, the type of work that I do. But, like, I'll throw... Like, if it says, like, Black Lives Matter or, like, a cute quote on something, like, I'll go that graphic tee. Like, mm-hmm. what you have on right now, like, yeah. I would do that. Nothing but, too crazy because some of them are, like... Yeah, like, the band tees. Like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not against a Nirvana shirt, but, like, that's just not my thing. <laughs> um, So, I know you said around third grade is when your weight started to, like stay where it was mm-hmm. um i had to think of the term that you said disappeared it didn't disappear mm-hmm. so were you worried about your weight at all or was it just something that was just like okay there's weight um not that young um i don't think i really worried about it until like middle school high school years right. and why did you worry about it then the peer pressure and like other kids well, plus, where I grew up, I grew up in, like, a white town with, like, okay. a bunch of white kids, and, like, white girls are super tiny, and they have long hair, and and they're white, and I'm <laughs> They're white. That's black. it. They're white. Period. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sentence. They're white. <laughs> so, then it was, like, like, even, like, the black kids that would have went to school with me, um, they kind of looked like the white kids or like try to mimic how the white kids looked okay and so like that's more so when i was like dang like i look different in like more ways than one i guess okay so once you realize that you look different mm-hmm. and this was what grade would you say this is probably like, like seventh grade? seventh eighth yeah seventh eighth grade did you start looking for People around you, I just realized that I never turned the car off and that would have been an issue. Um, did you start like trying to find groups of people, whether it was black kids or white kids, that did mimic how you looked? Or did you just let it be? No, I didn't, honestly. Like, I just, because I didn't grow up with a lot of black kids, I wasn't looking for black kids, I okay. guess. And so, I just, whoever I. Whoever talked to me, I'll talk to you. So do you feel like... Because I know nowadays, mm-hmm. a lot of children try to find someone who looks like them. So, like, mm-hmm. my sister... You, I don't know if you've seen my little sister, but she's she's light, she has light skin. Mm-hmm. So she feels like bec- she has to surround herself with other little girls that have light skin to feel accepted in a friend group. Did you mm-hmm. feel like if you found other curvy girls within the school... You could be their friend. Not necessarily saying that you didn't have friends, but, like, mm. were you looking for other people who looked like you, in a sense, without the, you know, with just being curvy, not necessarily Yeah. Um, 
in some ways, I was looking for people that looked like me. And then in other ways, like, I think, probably, like, around, like, I don't know, like, I mean, because it was in still in middle school, so. I would say, like, oh, there's parts of me that, like, also didn't want to find friends that looked like me. Because I knew, you don't necessarily know, but you know, like, okay, how I look is different, but it's not a good different, it's a negative different. Right. And so then, I was also associating a lot of negativity with the way people who looked like me instead of positive. So I'm like, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should. So, thinking about how things are with you, like, with you making friends now compared to then, would you, would you say that it's easier for you to be friends with someone who's curvy rather than a skinny person? It... Just, and just literally, like... I hope in the everyday <laughs> in everyday life I wouldn't want anyone to be like, Oh, I can be friends with her because she's skinny. But like yeah. there's there's some sort of like a I don't wanna say a stigma, but no, like yeah, definitely like um somebody who has curves is gonna be more willing to talk to me than somebody who doesn't and that's just how it really is. Right. Um like it's not like I'm str- like to say, like you said, I'm not gonna struggle to like talk to people but Right, right, right. But in general, yeah. It's, like, somebody who has more weight or crabs curves or just maybe even looks different is going to be more willing to talk to somebody else who also looks different. But I think that's just because they understand what it means to look different. Right. So, Shay, do you, do you, have you had any instances like that? Uh, Excuse me. I'm so sorry. That was so... That was... That was, that was the man in me. That's the man in me coming out during this interview. Hold up. <laughs> I would say that, um, well, a lot of my friends are smaller than me, and I don't know if that's um, if that's something that I've chosen. Cause you do get to choose your friends. I don't know if I've chosen them based on like their look, um, but it's something I have noticed. I do. I feel like I gravitate more toward um, curvy women. Because we have something in common. Because we have, like, we can be able to talk about, like, the shit that you talk about with your girls. Like, clothing and, like, dating. And I think there's a unique um, experience that bigger girls have because of the shit that we face in society. And then if you're a curvy black woman, then, of course, it's like a double um, thing that you're going through. So... I've noticed that I really do find comfort in talking to curvy women and talking to women that look like me um, because we do understand a little bit of each other's narratives. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, as you guys are talking, I'm trying to like go over my friends group. And I will say now as an adult, all of my skinny friends that were skinny when we were younger are now cur- curvy. Yeah, they're starting to get But I will say, yeah, but the narrative of our friendship has changed. Like, these same girls, I wouldn't necessarily ask them to go shopping with me, but I will now because I do realize, like, they're curvy. So that we, well, we're all, not that you look to struggle in the fitting room, but, like, we're all going to struggle in the fitting room now. It's not just me struggling in the fitting room, but yeah. that's something that I was dealing with when I was younger. What I can say is kind of interesting. I guess, like, for my best friend, because she's, she's very pretty, like, almost Instagram model-ish. Like, I would never think we would be friends, but... Um, she's just the type of person where she just, she's a good person and, like, raised right. But it might be because her mom struggled with weight, so she watched that. So, she, like, whenever we would go out, she'd be like, oh, no, Jackie, you're going to try this on. Like, 
you're gonna like you're gonna look good too she's like I want all my friends to look good and so in a sense she almost made me feel more comfortable in my body too because she would be like no put this shirt on and I'm like that shows a little too much and she's like okay and you're gonna show it you know right so she was that's amazing that she had a friend like that yeah but I did notice you said she's like she's really pretty She's almost Instagram modelish. Yeah. So would you say that you look at, and this is not a negative thing because I know a lot of women do yeah. it. Would you look at other women and like, I don't want to say take their positive look in your eyes mm-hmm. and make it a negative toward yourself. Is that something that you do often? Because you, you just did right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I, calling almost... you out. I'm calling you <laughs> In a good way though. Yeah, I would. I'm not even going to lie. Why would you do that though? I don't even know. I think it's like subconscious. Like it's just natural to do it. So like, in your head, are you? I'm call- not really are you even aware of that? I just did that okay. until you like really called me out on it. Okay. So it's just I guess it's really just natural. So point. in your eyes, like all right, everyone close your eyes. Jack is gonna she's gonna paint the picture for us, right? Okay. <laughs> in your head, when you think of a model, what do you think of? Who are you seeing? Are you seeing an everyday woman with curves, or are you seeing a size two person? Um, and why? Well, a regular model or Instagram model? Because both. Two. Both. Okay, so, so let's start I, with a regular model. A regular model, like uh, I probably see someone size two. Yeah. Okay. Like tall. Mm, doesn't really have a sh- like too much curvature anyway. Okay. She's pretty thin, and looks like I don't know. Yeah, just thin. Okay. But then, like, if I were to say, like, an Instagram model, I would say Instagram models are more thick. And, um, like, everyday trends, they're very trendy people, whatever's hot, they're out to So, in your head, what makes the Instagram model allowed to have curves rather than a regular model, should you say? Um, I just think that's just how society has, like, conditioned us to feel. Okay. Um... Because for so long, like, if you look into, like, a high-fashion magazine, it's always been very skinny, very tiny people. Right. So, if that's the only representation you get, that's what you associate with it, I guess. Okay. And then, with the Instagram models, it's like, people were allowed to be, to have curves, or to have a little more weight, or it's just more acceptable on social media, Versus, like, in the high fashion world, I guess. Okay. Now, can I ask, like, when you're saying thick, obviously, I, I'm assuming you mean, like, big boobs, big butt, but, like, tiny waist. That's the, that's the way I'm thinking of um, how people are classifying Instagram models. Um, or are you seeing other images of models? Because there, there are various, you I know, mean, like, models. Because there's, like, different types of thick, you know? Like, yeah. There's the slim thick, there's this... She's chubby thick, or like when I when I think of an Instagram model, I really just think of somebody who has curves. Curve, okay. Yeah, not necessarily like tiny snatched waist. Understood, understood. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to like, cause I know my idea of like an Instagram model is not even. They're on Instagram, and this is again my opinion. Mm-hmm. Please don't shoot me for my opinion. <laughs> um, on Instagram, I feel like. It's the people with the odd looks mm-hmm. that are the, and it's not necessarily with weight. Like, uh, they have the uh, freaking Duffy in them. Like, 
they have odd looks. Like they're in um what's her name? A dud ducky, like they're dark skin. Like mm-hmm. that's their odd piece for them. Or like um the girl from freaking Urban Outfitters. Like her gap is her thing. Like yeah. that's how I see Instagram models. I don't necessarily assort it with weight. So I was to hear you your compare and contrast is interesting to me. Yeah, I guess so. Sorry to put you on the spot. No. Like, like, or, like, the people that have, like, what is it, Vitiligo, a lot of those, too, like, Instagram models. So, yeah, different. Instagram models, you're allowed to be different. Okay. And then, like, regular model, you have to be that one particular. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I forgot about them. Shay, do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, I would agree. I would agree. I think... Like, I haven't even, I've never even paid attention to models like that, but I I do, I know what you're saying in terms of, like, Instagram does, like, that whole model aspect is different. Like, there is a a little bit of a celebration of um, a different look, kind of like an anti-aesthetic in a way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got that out of the way. I just had to see where you were. I just needed to make sure I was on the same page as everyone else. Yeah, Sorry yeah. if you felt like you were put on the spot. No, I just no, needed to no, clarify, no. right? Those are my clarifying questions. <laughs> um, so think about a time, and like, whether it's with your friend that you just talked to us about, mm-hmm. um, whether it was when you were younger. Think about a time where you went shopping with your friends. Like, how, how was that experience for you as a curvy girl? Mm. or you can even talk about when you're by yourself like how's that how is that experience for you i'd much rather like if i'm going clothes shopping i'd much rather go by myself why just because it's easier like i might call a friend like while i'm shopping like oh do you like how this looks but it's i don't know like when you're shopping i don't know it's just easier because i don't have the other opinions or i'm not worried about what they might be thinking or or just the trauma of being yeah there. like okay. trying stuff on to make sure it fits or um being like oh this is my size and like all my friends are like super tiny and they're like you know what i'm saying like or to even have to slop, sh- slop shop in a plus size section and they're just in a regular section and so you know the stuff's always nicer in the section that's not plus size so then like i don't know like just the shopping is a little bit more it's just more effort in general. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. What's your What's some of your favorite stores to shop in? I used to really like H and M Plus. Um, I worked at a store called Torrid, and so I used to get my discount. So I used to shop at Torrid. All the I've time. never bought anything from Torrid. There, um, I like to get my pants from there. Okay. Um, but it's like for older women, you know. A lot of stuff is, like, older-ish. They're trying to be more transformative. And then I used to shop at, like, Forever 21. But, like, I'll really shop anywhere if they have a plus-size section. Okay. So when you're shopping at Forever 21, because most Forever 21s now carry both regular and plus-in store. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're with your friends, mm-hmm. and you guys are in Forever 21. Do you dread, the like, the splitting up of going to your section? Yeah. Actually, I Walk do. me through those feelings. It's like you walk in, and like when you walk in, it's the cute, like, trendy stuff. And, like, the whole, um, the whole, like, store, pretty much, except for that little corner in the back, is for everybody else. And then you have, like, a limited section to, like, look through stuff that probably doesn't look as nice as the other section or doesn't look as trendy. 
to make outfits and then your friends are like over the whole store and it's just the options thing it's like awkward too have any of your friends made you feel bad for having to go to that section no i can say that i'm i'm like lucky that i haven't i think i'm I'm very blessed with the people I do surround myself with. Right, right. Um, but a lot of times I'll just go, and I won't even go to my section when I'm with them. And they'll be like, Jackie, aren't you going to go look for clothes, you know? And I'm like, oh, I guess so. Do you guys hear the freaking fireworks at freaking 6.30 p.m.? <laughs> I can hear them. They haven't started over here yet. Yo, this is so annoying. This is annoying! Stop the fireworks! <laughs> Defund the fireworks! <laughs> I'm over it. I'm sorry. Like, I'm literally yeah. listening to her just like, like, oh, that freaking video you sent me earlier, Shay. That's what this was. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. But go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That just really okay. got me tight. Um, yeah, no. It's just, I don't know if it's more of a me thing versus them because they're comfortable in their bodies and I'm not always comfortable in mine. And so they'll be the ones like, you don't want to go look for something or like, we're all shopping, like, you know? And then for me, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go look. So are you not including them in or, you know, not taking the opportunity to save yourself? Yeah, I guess, like, you know, necessarily, like, you know the struggles you go through when you're yeah, like, yeah, looking yeah. for clothes? It's just, I don't want to go through that when, like, they're about to try and stuff and everything's going to fit them. And it's going to look the way it looks, like, on a mannequin or... And then you try something and you're like, no, you're trying, like, six things you're like "Mm, no this is not it i'm over it so what do you think companies how do you think companies could support curvy women in the fitting room Mm. i think just like think of the forever 21 fitting room like if there was something that you could change about forever 21's fitting room that would make you feel a lot more comfortable with shopping your curvy girl section what could it be what could it be? Well, because I worked at Torrid, too, which is a plus-size store. Right. Um, so, how okay, how different is Torrid's shopping experience than mm, Forever 21 as a curvy woman? Like, they just, like, they have, like, a, like, a standard that every employee has to follow. It's the three C's. So, you want to make the customer feel confident and cared for and comfortable, confident, and cared for. Okay. And so, like... Immediately you come in and it's a very welcoming experience. Someone's there like, hey, like, how can I help you? What are you looking for? And then it's it's people who, like, are trying to help you find something to flatter your, bar- your body and, like, accentuate the curves the right way, I guess. And then when you go in the dressing room, like, the dressing rooms have fans and um, on the mirrors it has, like, little, like, inspirational words, like, mm-hmm. find your true fit or, like, your thick is beautiful or something like that or just reassuring I guess versus like and there there's more space okay and um but the people that work there are very like ready to help you and help you find something that will make you look good and they don't want you to leave the store unless you feel good which helps <laughs> it's really like I guess the customer service too cause Forever 21 doesn't have no, customer service. No. I work there. I think what's awesome about Torrid is that it's a store that is dedicated to um, curvy women. Right. Mm-hmm. So part of that extra um, customer service and that extra, like, yeah, care. Like, you know how you feel. 
they understand the plight of going to shop in other stores. Yeah, I've actually, are- I've like rarely stepped foot into Tord. I went into Tord with like my godmom and them during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Are all the women who work there also curvy? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so that would make a difference. Mm-hmm. Sorry to be ignorant to the culture of the store. I've like, no, that's totally. <laughs> I, 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 I have a hard time. I think where it was mostly was stored mostly online before, like I know there's one at the Trumbull Mall. I just yeah. like I hardly go in Trumbull Mall, period. They've... But I don't go to that. Like I don't go into the tour that's over there because I try to avoid that section of the mall. Because I'll go, no, I'll go I, broke. I mean, man, I, I go by, I go by that foot section, action. That section right there, yeah. Yo, I go to foot action and, and Abercrombie and Fish. It's over for everybody. We all going bankrupt after I leave there. But. Um, toward, I mean, they've been around for a while. They have more locations, like, every day, like... That's good, So that's they're, good. um... In Connecticut, there's a lot, though, like... I used to work at the Waterbury one, then I went to the Trumbull one, and then there's one on, like, Meriden and Milford, and, like... So they're there, it's just that it's a plus-size store, so... Copy, copy. Yeah, maybe I'll go pop my head in. I wonder if they're open now. Mm-hmm. Maybe my next trip to the Target, I'll, I'll go over there when I... <sighs> check it out. So... Back to my other question before I got to that question. Yes. So when you're in the fitting room with your friends, like, there was no reason why his muffler sounded like that. Anyway, <laughs> when you're in the fitting room with your friends, how, like, like what? walk me through your worst experience shopping with your friends. Not necessarily, like, what they said to you, but, like, how you were feeling. Mm, my worst experience. Hmm. Okay, so this is when I was in Atlanta, and we were at Perimeter Mall, and I remember it very clear as day, and um, everybody was trying to find outfits to go out and to go to the club, and um, we were in, I don't, it wasn't like a name brand store, it's like, you know, one of those stores you just go in and they sell like cheap stuff that you could party in. Yeah, It looks yeah, yeah. cute. And I, I don't wear, I don't like fitted stuff, like I said. And so, like, everything that was in there was super fitted, and, um, this is before I was really, like, more comfortable with how I look, too. So, everything I tried on, I'm just like, oh, no, like, my arms look too big, or, oh, no, like, this is too tight around my stomach, or, or, I don't, it was just, and then all my friends were smaller at that time, and so they, in like two or three changes, they found something, and I was in there like trying on like 10, 15 different things, and I didn't find anything, and then I was like, I don't even want to go out tonight, because like I don't have anything to wear, and it's like, it changed the whole mood of like, like how the day was going, like it was going to be fine, but... I just, it's hard when you, like, you want to look good and you can't or you don't, you don't feel comfortable with how you look. And then it's just so easy for your friends. And they didn't, like, the understanding part, that's before they really understood, you know? Well, it wasn't the same friends. And so they were just like, oh, like, just pick something, like, you know? And it's like, it's not that easy. Right. So, so after that experience with those friends, did you, did you explain to them what it was, or did you just keep it to yourself? I just kept it to myself and kept pushing. Why? Because I just, 
emotionally it's like a lot and I didn't feel like explaining myself and I didn't necessarily know if those friends would care we're not okay. friends right now anymore so there's that but so do you feel like and it's not just you but in general like do you feel like women won't explain that fitting room experience to their skinny friends because they don't understand or because it's just like why don't you think people explain that experience I think, yes, they don't understand, but I think also, I don't know, like, it's uncomfortable, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have, and a lot of people aren't comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. Okay, that's why we have our podcast. Yeah, you gotta... So I want you to tell them right now that it's uncomfortable. Tell them why it's uncomfortable. They, uh, they, they're probably not gonna listen to this. I mean... <laughs> Beautiful if they do. <laughs> why Beautiful if they do, but I want you to tell them why it's uncomfortable. I want you to have that uncomfortable conversation in this safe space right now. Why it's uncomfortable? For you. Come from your heart. Get it off your chest, girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable because, like, it's just not a struggle that you'll ever have to face. And so for me to sit here... And you already see, like, I'm uncomfortable. You already see that I'm frustrated. And you don't necessarily get it. It's like, why I'm going to sit here and keep explaining myself or how I feel or pouring out my emotions to, like, I'm not comfortable with how I look to somebody. And it's just, like, over their head. Right. So, I think that. And then just, it's the stigma. It's just the stigma that, like, society creates that if you're a bigger woman or you're a curvy woman that is just not attractive and so you don't feel as pretty as you probably should you know and so I don't want to sit here and tell you like oh I feel ugly and like I don't want you to necessarily I don't want the pity it's just how I felt you know right and so then I don't want it to be like a become like a pity party like oh Jackie it's just like this is just how it is I feel that I feel that I feel like people... Go ahead, Chip. No, go ahead. I think, like, you saying that, like... Like, you don't... You're telling them, like, you don't know what it's like. But these people could very well, like, at some point know what it's like. Like, especially for women, our weight can go up and down. Mm -hmm. Um, Hormonal problems can cause you to just gain a lot of weight out of nowhere. Um, And just like Nye was saying, a lot of her friends who are a lot smaller, they became curvy. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's understanding women's bodies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, so they don't know what it is now, but it's not something that's, like, in it's, that they can escape. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know what's going to happen to your body, and you end up gaining a little bit more, having a little bit more. And as women, we constantly feel, um, like, othered in our own body, just mm-hmm. by society in general. So if you're a woman, you should be able... To understand that. So I, I am talking to the women who are listening who are not necessarily curvy. Like, you do know what it's like to be othered in your own body. To have your body ripped apart just by society alone, by men alone. Um, mm. So it's not something that they can't understand. I think sometimes it's, it's something that people don't want to understand. Mm. Yeah. You, you said what I was going to say. So I don't have anything to say. Right. <laughs> no, but Sorry. I'm glad we're we're in sync. 
We're always in sync, usually. Um, but no, I also just think that people need to humble themselves mm-hmm. and allow other people to have access. Um, because, like you just sat here and said, like it's not an easy conversation to have. It's not an easy conversation. Listen, I went protesting on Saturday. It's not an easy conversation to tell someone why they should like me for being black. Mm-hmm. Never mind why you should like me for being curvy. And I can change the fact of me being curvy. I can lose some weight. Mm. I can put on some spanks, you know? I can't, I can't change. change my skin. No. I just feel like people really just need to, to just sit back and understand. Um, yeah, I think it's the willingness, too. Because, like I said with my best friend, I can have these conversations and she gets it. And it's the willingness of her wanting to understand how I feel. Right. Versus, like, you know when somebody just doesn't care. Yeah. And like I've said to Shay, I think it was the last episode. It may have been the one when it was just me and Shay. A lot of people, especially in today's society, these same skinny people who are having these fat jokes, who have something to say about you being curvy, who have something to say about you being thick, their family members aren't the smallest. And it's just like, I don't want you to, I don't want anyone making exceptions for their rules, for why they're listening and hearing me out. Mm -hmm. But like, your mom could very much well gain 50 pounds within the next 50 days. You could very much well gain that weight. So it's like, how would you feel if the shoe was on the other foot? If I was the skinny girl in the dressing room and I tried on one pair of pants and I was good and you tried on 50 pair of pants, how would you want me to treat you? I think people need to also reverse this, reverse mm-hmm. everything that they're that they're issuing out to people. It's not okay at all. And like you said, like your friend, the, your friend that's a model, like her mom well, she looks like was, she's not a real model. no, she's a model, speaking into existence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like her mom was a, a curvy woman. So like, not necessarily saying that, first of all, like we always say, like, you, there's, there's probably nothing wrong with some people's health while they're, curved, like, while they're shaped the way they are. Mm-hmm. You can be perfectly healthy, but, like, the fact that she was aware of how her mom was and then, you know, made changes within herself to make sure she didn't have whatever it was that was mm-hmm. going on with her mom. But, like, just to be aware on that level to also take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. I need people to understand that, too. That's something that's super, super, super important. So shout out to your friend for, you know, having the attitude about things... This man's driving through here with his trunk open. Maybe that's his kid. his kid. Oh, okay. That's dangerous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> all the freaking... All, everything that Jackie said today was very... Was just from the heart. Um, so, thanks for coming and getting, like, su- oh, super raw with us. That was cool. Um, so, I know you said you got you like to get your denim from Torrid. Is there anywhere else that you like to buy denim from? Now, not really. I used to get, like, jeans and stuff from H&M, but I just really like the way Towards Denim fits me. So, Towards Denim is your go-to. Mm-hmm. Where and do you go? it's, like, quality. It's quality. What's the price point? A little pricey. What's the price point? Like, 75 to 80. Oh, that's nothing. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, you work, you work. Nah, I, I shop at Madewell for jeans. Oh, yeah. That's 125 Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she um, it. Nah, I'm, it's, not that, it's not even that. Like, I, I've had no problem with spending the $75 on jeans, but I also, I I like to stand out. Mm. Not necessarily show off, but, like, my look, <laughs> the way I dress, you could stand me in, in on freaking Saturday, mm-hmm. we, was, we were, I led a march. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wore simple ass biker shorts t-shirt with the shirt wrapped around me and stuck out like a sore thumb like it's i just like to stick out yeah i want everyone to thank you i got it from mess in a bottle Mm. she's she's a black woman 
And she has a shirt that says a black woman created this and is pointing at the shirt and at you. Mm-hmm. Because your mom's black. You know, you got... Yeah, I right? got you. <laughs> um, let me see. What else do I have here for you? Give your younger self some advice. Um, Younger self. Um, just love yourself, you know? Like, embrace you for who you are. And... Don't let anybody's negativity drag you down. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No, she was pretty okay. She was pretty me. okay. Yeah, she was dope. She was dope. She was cool. What's some advice that you have for other curvy women? Ooh, um, I guess. You know how you said you prefer, like, darker jeans? But, like, a lot of curvy women don't really like color. They wear a lot of black because dark, like, colors, you know, make you look smaller. But, you know, try some color. Try something new. Um, Love yourself. And just know that you look good. No matter what it tells you. You're still cute. Shay, advice for curvy women. My advice is to wear the goddamn crop top. (laughs) Wear the goddamn crop top. That is my main advice. Wear what you want to wear. The beach is going to get whatever body you're going to give it this summer. Um, Don't be afraid to go out in your bathing suit. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's like, those, those are like my number two. Because those are the things that have, like, pushed me into being more confident in the body that I currently have instead of projecting and thinking about okay this is the this is the these are the looks I'm gonna give if I get to my certain body um goal and I just started living in the now so accept the body that you have right now because like we said your body can fluctuate especially as a woman never know what tomorrow's going to give, so wear the goddamn crop top. That's number one. And number two, the beach is going to give whatever you give it this summer. <laughs> I rock with it. I rock with it. It's your advice. My advice to curvy women is to get out of your comfort zone, like everyone is saying. Like, just mm-hmm. just get out of your comfort zone. And and I'm going to talk on, on the shoe level of things because Shay already covered crop tops. Girl, you could wear them thigh-high boots. You can mm-hmm. wear your you, you can wear a pair of stilettos. Now, if your ankles ain't suited for them, then you make the necessary adjustment. But you don't have to no because <laughs> like if you can't, wear I don't them, want so. you guys to get out of your comfort zone and like you're really feeling com- like comfortable in something and then your knees right. get out on you. Like mm-hmm. I don't want I'm I'm not trying to give y'all advice that y'all got, that's gonna mm-hmm. have y'all looking no crazy. Hospital or you know anything. what I'm saying? Um, but get out of your comfort zone when it comes to shoes. Like don't wear flats because. You don't feel like you can pull off a pair of heels. Put on your heels. That's an interesting conversation too. The shoes. Shoes. Let's talk about it. Well, my phone's gonna die, and I don't want it to hang up. Hang up on Shay. I got three percent. So we go. We go. I mean, just shoes in general. Like, yeah, like. You can pull. Y'all can pull off any shoe. Shoes are not for skinny women, big and big women. Like, mm-hmm. shoes are shoes. If it comes in your size and you feel like you can rock it, and you think you're gonna look appropriate in it, go for it. Put it on. Put it on. Yours. Now listen, like I just said, if your ankles ain't go- going to work, and them if you're going to be folded practice. in the street, let's practice not do the before shoe. you pop out in them. 
Practice before you pop in, pop out on them, yes. But also practice before you put them on in the store. <laughs> you, can, you can walk around Forever 21 in a pair of heels real quick and know if it's gonna mm-hmm. if, if those are the if ones. it's gonna work right. You're you got you can you guys can do this. Don't make don't sit here and try to. I know I used to work in the stores. Mm-hmm. I know what stores you can go in there and like walk in your shoes in. Y'all could go in the fitting room and just like strut real quick. Is this good for me? Is it not good for me? If you bucking and knucking in the freaking fitting room, you ain't gonna be able to walk outside with them. Because honestly, it's easier for you guys to walk in heels in the store than it is for on this uneven gravel out here. Because mm-hmm. once you get out here, it's it's over and done for for you. And don't let me see you, because if you hit the ground, I'm alive. Nah, I'm I'm, and I'm walking away. I'm, I don't even think I'll be able to help you up. I'll help you up. I don't know if I could. If I'm laughing hard enough, it's, <laughs> it's a done deal. Anybody could get laughed at. Yo, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you are right. I'm gonna make sure you are right, but like, I am. I'm a laugh. Like, I just want y'all to know that. Um, that's all we gotta say for now, y'all. Appreciate everyone for tuning into this episode. We appreciate you, Jackie, for coming up here and sharing your rock Yo, with us. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, and I can't talk right, but <laughs> it was fun. It was exciting, and yeah. Stay tuned you. for more Black Girl Tea stuff. Hell yeah. Do, do, do. I feel like that was. <laughs> Bye, y'all.